there such a thing vampires is there such a thing a wolf men is there indication in the Torah that such a thing exists when we take a look at the Makkah of Arov that the Egyptians were receiving Rashi explains to us it was all kind of wild animals that came to Mitzrayim Rashi says Chayot Raot Nechashim Akravim Birvuvia all kind of different animals that came into Mitzrayim to attack the Egyptians but the Rashbam his grandsons give a different perush he says that Arov is the wolves Zevim and he finds that Arov and Zevim is the same thing because the Ze'ev comes to attack at night in the Erev. And there's all kind of psukim in the Tanakh to indicate that it refers to a wolf. And he says the following things, Those wolves come to attack at night. That's when they wake and come to get their prey. So, when we take a look at this, we just need to just wonder and see why the Pasuk continues and says that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu took away all the wolves Adam Mitzrayim at the end of that Makkah, it says in there, Lo nishar echad, not even one wolf was left there, nothing at all. Why does the Torah find it important to emphasize that none of the wolves were left in Mitzrayim? We go to the beginning of the Torah, Parashat Bereshit, Rabbeinu Ephraim, one of the important Rishonim, tells us a fascinating idea. He says that there are people that turn into wolves. Yeshnam bnei Adam, says Rabbeinu Ephraim, ha-ne'epachim lezeev, they turn into wolves, ve'en chuzrim lekadmutam, at she'ochlim dam adam. The only way they can come back to human is only if they suck blood of humans. And therefore, we see that the idea of a wolfman, says Rabbeinu Ephraim, exists in the world. But he says more than that, that they have to suck the blood of human, drink it, and that's how they will come back to normal, to become humans again. We see the idea of vampires clearly in Rabbeinu Ephraim. And the Chida brings him down, and it's a very famous idea that Rabbeinu Ephraim teaches us. And it says in Shalshelet HaKabalah, Yesh Briot, Shebizman HaKaitz, in the summer, Nefachim Betzurat Zev, some creatures in the summer, they become wolves, and in the winter, Bizman HaKor, Tzurat Adam, in the winter, they turn back to humans. They change according to the seasons. Interesting idea. And that's why the Torah says, Binyamin Zev Itraf. Binyamin is a wolf that goes after his prey. Says Rabbeinu Ephraim on that pasuk, There's a certain type of wolf. His name is Luf Garo. He is a human, but sometimes he changes to become a wolf. His legs come out of his shoulder, says Rabbeinu Ephraim. Binyamin had that feature. Ben Ktefav Shachen, says the Pasuk. The legs of Binyamin, all of a sudden, came out of the shoulders. How does he heal? If you see that there might be a wolf coming into your house, take some ashes, throw it around the house where he's going to walk, and that's the way 
to make sure that you won't be damaged from him. This is exactly what they did in Beta Mikdash. They took the ashes and they put it around the Mikdash. Every single day, they would put ashes by the Mizbeach. Why? Because the Mizbeach was on the part of Binyamin. And therefore, in order to take away that danger that Binyamin brought to the Mizbeach, or to the Mikdash, they used to put ashes. This is what Rabbeinu Ephraim says, but we're learning a fascinating idea. There is such a thing, a creature that changes from human to a wolf. And that's why when Yaakov Avinu doesn't want to send Binyamin to Mitzrayim with the brothers, it says over there, I'm not going to let Binyamin go to Mitzrayim because he might have such a danger. You'll take him, he'll be a danger. Says Rabbeinu Ephraim here, Binyamin would change into a wolf, as we explained before. He would sometimes go and grab people. He would change, as we explained, to a wolf once in a while. So what would his father do? What would Yaakov do? As long as it's with his father, as long as he was with his father, he had a doctor making sure that he would not turn into a wolf. Which means like this, Yaakov Avinu was scared. Maybe Binyamin, if I let him go, on the road he would turn into a wolf, and then people would see a wolf and they would kill him. Therefore, his father says, no, 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 you have to leave Binyamin here together with me. I was thinking that that is the reason Rashbam says that the Makkah of Arov was wolves. And over there, all the animals were completely disappeared from Mitzrayim. And therefore Yaakov Avinu, since he knew there were going to be Makot in Mitzrayim, as we found, that Yaakov Avinu knew there's going to be Kinim, that's the reason he didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Because Rashi explained to us all the sand would become kinim and they would be merachashim tachat gufo, they would come under his body. Therefore, Yaakov Avinu asked not to be buried in Mitzrayim. So Yaakov Avinu knew about the Makot. He just didn't know how long a person might live because that's a gzera that nobody knows. So therefore, Yaakov Avinu says, I don't want to send Binyamin to Mitzrayim. Because could be that in the future, he would be living in Mitzrayim. And when... HaKadosh Baruch Hu would bring the Makkah of Worf, Arov, Zevim. Eventually, in the end of that Makkah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes all the wolves out of Mitzrayim. Lo nishar echad. Even one wolf doesn't stay in Mitzrayim. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu says, if that's the case, I'm not willing to send Binyamin to Mitzrayim. Because maybe he would live by then. And if that's the case, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would take everybody, including Binyamin. Lo nishar echad. Therefore, Yaakov Avinu says, leave Binyamin with me. But we learn from here a fascinating idea. All these mekorot that we mentioned in Rabbeinu Ephraim show very clearly that there is such a thing, a vampire, a wolfman in the Torah.